Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working out to find what a way to make a living. Patty, getting by, it's all taking and no giving. Just use your mind and they never give you credit. It's enough to drive you crazy and you let it. Are you ready for some fun? Oh, yeah! This service is brought to you by the Pleasure Club. If you're under 18 and do not wish to be billed, please hang up now. Who said buying a home should be uptight and boring? It's time for Patty's Playhouse, your local real estate talk show with Patty and Scott. It's house talk with a happy ending each and every time. Patty's Playhouse with Patty and Scott starts now. Working night to Tallahassee! Clapping's back. Heavy clap. Wow. Heavy, heavy, heavy clap. Heavy handed on the clap. Dude, tomorrow's Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. I always forget at the end to say happy anything, so I'm I'm going to do it in the beginning. I'm still trying to get over Flag Day. A lot, lot of celebrating going on Dude, this didn't week. Didn't you get it on in your phone? Ce- it's like on my. I have so many phones and so many calendars. You just get it on. Pops up the day before. Yeah. yeah, no. And at nine o'clock this morning. I barely get texts. You know, you barely. You look barely at check text. your text. That's the oh, difference. Oh, okay. There's that. Ditto, ditto, Tish. <laughs> so no, I didn't know that. But happy Father's Day. Day. What are you doing for Father's Day, Scott Cowart? Since you're across from me in a microphone, so, I'm gonna... celebrating with uh, Big Ed. Oh, nice. Tell him I said happy in, Father's in, Day. In Albany. Hopefully he's watching, but tell him I said happy I'm Father's I'm sure he is. I miss it's either that or It's either that or watching the weather. It's apparently <laughs> storming. Yes. Where? Uh, in Albany, because I get oh. like 10 texts every hour. But it's storming in Worth County? Well, I, you have to see every evolution of the storm. And then we have a tree down, of course. So, good time. I Can't wanted to comment on your hair. It's quite long. It is. Is that intentional or without, (laughs) you don't have time? Both. Intentionally long and I, it wouldn't normally look as long if I had time to. 
actually blow dry. It's so quite this long. Is, this is the wet look, oh. meaning I didn't blow dry. Wow. So it's a little flat. Good for you. Oh, I like it. I told you that, though. It yeah. takes to go anytime, any Anytime I don't like my hair, Patty's like, God, your hair <laughs> looks, looks great. <laughs> but Jeff does. It's too. for us, not for you. <laughs> clearly. Clearly. Mm-hmm. But it is getting long. Patty, your hair looks great. Well, thank you. And long. It is very long. It's actually quite long. It, it goes past my chin. But I pile it up with curls. Mm. But it is quite long now. I'm not piling mine up with curls. Lots of hairspray, lots of curlers. I, used I like it, though. So it's long. a fun look. I don't think I have hairspray anymore. One of the guys that used to work for you, I have no idea what his name is. No idea. Um, came around ABC Flooring, and he was like, is this Patty? Because I lost weight. My hair is different. He's like, that's her truck. But he didn't, he didn't think it was me. I um, like that. <laughs> it was kind of nice. No, I'm Barbara. <laughs> or Ed. And you are? <laughs> Frederick. <laughs> Absolutely not. So it's Scott Cowart, Patty Wilson, Tish is behind the glass. We're going to talk about blockchain because I never really understood blockchain, but I'm taking cybersecurity and blockchain's part of it. So now I feel like I can converse about blockchain. Teach the people blockchain. Yeah, blockchain and real estate or blockchain and just protecting your computer. Or what is blockchain and why does why could it be a thing even though it's really not a thing? It's it's really not. Are you trying to bring it back? No. She's like JT up here with blockchain. I'm not really right. trying to bring it bring back. And then back. I wanted to talk about, well, housing issues and the lack of it. And and countries, tourist bureaus are re- starting to restrict more and more Airbnb in Europe. And what happens in Europe eventually comes to the United States. So just be aware if you're buying an Airbnb, you know, be very particular about where you buy it because they can turn that well of water off very quickly with regulations. HOAs. HOAs. Well, just the city can well, I, that too, turn it off. HOAs in particular H- are, are very heavily guarding uh, Airbnb. The month basically. to month yeah. and how many months and what's your turnover. So we're going to talk about that. And I wanted to talk about locally um, condominium purchases. And right now we're undergoing a community we're very aware of, Whispering Pines. It's a hostile condominium takeover so we're going to talk about that and it's no wonder why we don't have lenders that want to lend on condominium and you're going to find out why in about i don't know 10 minutes so how was your week busy selling homes closing on homes finishing homes i mean we've been busy we do have one for sale we do we're going to do an open house on tomorrow see one to three two 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 seven upland way yep listed at 659 it's four bedroom, three bath, twenty four, twenty seven square feet with a five, five car garage, attached two car, and then a separately detached building of a three car garage. One bay is taller than the other two. Uh, the door's taller, so you could get maybe a boat. And, and the and the garage, the detached one, is quite deep. And it has its own driveway, which yeah, is so really you nice. Could actually, park tandem in there. You could get six in there if you like. Back's a parcel that's not good. I mean, it's privately owned, and the house is at the under the parcel. So there's a 10-acre private parcel behind it, but it's they're not going to build on it. They already have their home. They just built yeah. way at the other end for their own privacy. Retention pond on the left, Reten- and there's quite a bit of space between the, even the neighbor on the right if you're looking at the house. Yeah, so it has a, a new roof, new tankless, new appliances, new, new, new kitchen, new. new carpet, new interior, new exterior paint, new lighting. I mean... Really, 
the majority of the home is moving, moving ready. It's really like really moving ready. I'm sorry, I missed. Can you give the address or two 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 seven Upland Way? It's beautiful. We We can give the address for that one. But we have other ones that are coming that we cannot tell you about. And the address is up for those? Um, yeah, I can oh, give you that roundabout. Ash. We also have a warehouse, 118 Crossway Road. Yeah. Priced at three ninety. That has, you know, the elephant doors in the back. It's electric fence. Like, it's all nice and tidy. 1,600 square foot of office space, two separate entrances. So you could occupy one and run out the other side of the office. And then you have all the warehouse in the back, which is that insulated stuff in the walls. Yeah. It's nice. It is. Two it, bathrooms. Your, one you can make a shower of, hot water, you know, the whole thing. It's plenty of parking. That's on Crossway Road between Woodville and Crawfordville Highway. Correct. Which is just growing and growing and growing. It is. And it's not far down from Southwood, quite Mm-mm. frankly. So it's it's actually quite convenient. It is convenient because yeah. it's on Crossway. Mm. Not, did you do the all house? roads? He did do it. Hello, I love the magazine <laughs> in the towel rack in the bathtub. See, that's one of those pictures that we shouldn't be showing. <laughs> I think that's that's, and I also like the towels in the other bedroom that, uh, or bathroom that are wrapped up like in a bundle, like, tidy, like you were going to the Ritz Carlton, yes. but it's with, your home with a soap on top. This is gorgeous. This is, I, I could live in that garage. Hmm. Yeah. Twenty-two, twenty-seven. I'm Lynn Way, so come see me. Uh, Erica and I will be there, and you can come visit. And we have candy and probably leftover balloons because you can't get. Bring your father. Bring your father. But it is a beautiful home. It is. And people ask. I I wanted to bring this up because our friend Stephen Hart from Waterworks brought it up. Why do we have so many photos of decor when we show a virtual tour instead of just photos of the home? Well. It's elevated. We're not barbarians, so it's not just about the toilet with a lid up. You it know what not. I'm saying? But it's about the views. And but, as of yesterday, I haven't checked today, just the virtual tour. We don't know where the people are. Just know the number of views is over 16,000 without any paid advertising. Well, That's like saying when you pick up a your latest subscription of House Beautiful, why is there anything except for a house in there no it's like saying why does playboy have articles right (laughs) i mean it makes no sense to me and yet (laughs) questions are asked so yeah uh, and they're good they're They're good it's a great question and i'm not and they're good but the pictures in particular for me it's very editorialized which i like and they're good um they're good for transitioning from room to room right so if you're moving from one room to another, especially in homes that have the same color paint, it's often where you could get them mixed up and not know where you were in the house. So it's a good transition. And our photographer, Kim Cassiotti, she has her zoom in so that you can really tell the mirror is gold. Like I was looking at one photo of a house that's probably going to go off the market shortly, but one, the frames didn't look the same. One mirror frame looked silver and one mirror frame looked gold because of the flash or whatever, poor pictures. But it really, you can see the amenities that you're buying. You can see that the faucet is gold. You can see that. So we kind of zoom in on the features that you've installed so you know what you're buying. Yeah. 
We have a lot of virtual buyers. New faucets, too, by the way. We All new faucets. That. There's yeah. new faucets. That's very <laughs> important to me. I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. That's very important I, to me. I like new, fa- new countertops. New countertops. Um, They're, and it's the leathered marble. It is. So, Ooh. I mean, that's the reason why when you look at, at our listings and Scott's work that, yeah, he's selling his work and we're selling staging, but we're marketing the home. And most of those photos... We're on the decor that carried you through the house because I can go in the back end and see. And I how showed many, you yesterday many? what photos are looked at so that we know for the future, well, maybe we shouldn't take it this way. Maybe we should turn the camera and do it this way. So that's why. Glad you like it. Stick Tish. with us. It's Patty and Scott, Welcome back. I'm doing the white man overbite. This hot? Yep. So hot. Let the angel in your arms this morning. Such a good song. Hey, everybody. Reverse couple skates. Right? <laughs> Reverse couple skates. <laughs> Serving a little Dion Warwick there. So I wanted to hot talk is. about the residences at Whispering Pines are at 2731 Blairstone Road. Ooh. And a lot going it's on a there. list of it's a 200 condo is condominium project. Is it 200, 200 like on the dot? Yeah. <laughs> 200 condominium project. And there was a majority owner. So a majority owner owns more than 50 percent. Mm-hmm. And he sold to some guy named Aaron and Aaron. And I mean that specifically because it's like A.H.R.O.N. is his first name. Bought these units. He's up to, I think he has 121, and word has it he has another 40 in escrow. So Aaron is calling people and threatening them. Aaron is now the majority owner with a board of like four people. And so he sent out, he wants to buy your unit or threaten you. And I mean that because I've heard the voicemails. And if you don't sell to him, what he did was last Friday, they uh, Drum roll. had a special had a board meeting with a spe- and got a special assessment and some are fifteen thousand dollars due in thirty days. Whoa! So what they're doing is if you don't pay, it, it's 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 how is pay, this any you, different you than organized crime? <laughs> but Been it's asking legal. That question for years. It is legal. You when you buy a condominium, just be aware. There are no limits to the number of special assessments that can be can be brought on by the board or the amount. Because I filed a complaint with the state. The the gal called me yesterday. She was so nice. And she said there is literally no limit to the number of special assessments that can be brought on by the board or the amount or when they're due. So if the bylaws were changed by the majority owner, which he could. It could say they're doing a week. It could say they're doing four days. There's literally nothing you can do. I just want people to be aware when they're buying condominiums, banks will not lend on them easily. And now this is why. They don't like it when there's 
one person that owns more than 50%. Not that they can't go in and buy them individually to get 50%. But financing is, is all but no good at that point. Then I was told by another owner that the property, uh, what is it, Communica- community association manager, it's known as a CAM, right. her name is also Patty, bounced the insurance check. So now there's no, allegedly, insurance on the project because Mr. Aaron is withholding his commu- uh, fees. Who's he going to, Who's there, there's nobody to go after him with the fees other than file a civil suit. So he's not even paying his fees on the 122 units is that he, he currently owns. Is he paying a special owns. assessment? No, because he's deciding. Not. I know. Yeah. It's, it's really. It's really unfortunate, but their rhetorical. insurance has done. So I just want you to, to be aware if you decide to buy a condo and you're trying to get financing and the bank says we're not going to lend this to you this is kind of why well it's not all condos are bad it's it's no. it's really to educate in terms of a if you're looking for financing the reason why they're yep. so difficult to get and the two biggest components of that are is there an owner more than 51% that's going to be the first and the second is going to be what their reserves are and typically especially around here there's they, no reserves right the reserves are bad and furthermore, in this one in particular, Whispering Pines, I sold one, I want to say, four years ago. Yeah. It was above 51%. So I, I, they're cash basis. But even if you're paying cash at this point, I mean, I don't think you'll lose what you purchased it for unless you did it recently. It really just depends on what he's going to offer you for the property. And He does have a mortgage on the property. I believe it's a hedge fund. He paid $11.8 million for the 121 121- units that he currently has and and that was a bulk sale it was done all at one time and i believe that their goal is to buy every unit or get you out for whatever amount of money he can you don't want to be there if that special assessment comes out you're going to be the one paying for them yeah i mean why would you want to and then next month he can send another Another one out and another one out and i saw the bids because i i managed one of the properties so i was i saw the bids and the bids were like seriously landscaping a million dollars for what how many bushes how many this and then i asked the state is that allowed is there no no itemization yep it is allowed so you have no fight you're one of 100 200 before that you're one of however many what is that 78 plus one 79 owners that really had no fight so be careful when you buy a condo Look at the bylaws, really read the bylaws, because when I read the bylaws yesterday, I read all of them, very loosey-goosey. I mean, chances, no real, chances are they're, they're real old. They're not going to They haven't been any, updated. Right. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they tore them all down and did something else yeah. with the property. Because it would be, I mean, it's $12 million. That quality in on Appalachian Parkway, I think that was like $4 million to put a car wash on. Yeah. So, you know, all that stretch of land on Blairstone's yeah. worth a lot of money. Oh, for sure. Especially right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, but that's one way to get people out well of their situated. homes that I had never even known about. Well, I mean, it's like anything else, uh, you know, whether it be stock portfolios or, you know, real estate portfolios, that they can come through and do what they do. And they have hedge fund money. Right. But you got to be careful on who owns who owns what and how much and just making sure that you're you're covered. And always update. I mean, it's no different than that poor condominium that collapsed. 
No one was reading the bylaws. No one was doing the inspections. No one was ensuring that the reserves were met. And then catastrophe, true tragedy, catastrophe. Well, this is a catastrophe because there's if they had more money, the people that live there, they wouldn't be living there. Right. The real catastrophe so is that very... you're, you're forced to sell something and then you are then forced to buy something because you've just sold where you live. And if you're going to buy something, good luck finding something that's equitable for that amount of money in today's exactly. market. Exactly. It's, so it it's is, catastrophic. It's highly unlikely you're going to get what what the market value is in this you know transaction. And then you got to go out and buy something. So it's really awful for these people that you know it's my home, and there you are. It's no different than those poor people down in Mobile Home Park off of Lake Bradford that an investor comes in and True. he's forcing True. them out and they're trying with HUD. They're trying with the commissioners. They're trying to help these people. But if they could have lived somewhere else, they would have. Yeah. And 15,000. But the land is worth so much money. 15,000 for an assessment there. When quite frankly, the majority of people that bought those were probably in the 50 to 60,000 or range. less. Yeah. So 27. It is, it is absolutely crazy to think that, you're basically paying what you paid for the place in one assessment. And that's without them hitting you with another one. Like one of the biz was Rainey Oven Jr. Who Rainey Oven is a home inspector. So it's his son has a builder. Like you're doing concrete. You're doing. Why does all the concrete need to be redone? All the patios. The patios are fine. And they're like $2 million. For how many patios? For how much concrete? No itemization. It is literally like my granddaughter wrote that estimate. And that and that was done on the 2nd or 3rd of June, and the vote was on the 9th. So there was no multiple bids. There was no nothing. It was interesting nothing. to see how many people pay this special assessment. I know. That would be interesting. I know. But I just wanted everyone to be aware. You're buying an older condo. Like, we have other ones where there's many many owners there's many but that is why you're getting turned down by banks for sure because now the bank you have a mortgage you this guy's going to try and buy you out or or bury you in assessments and now you can't pay off your mortgage and now you can't sell the house to anyone else correct because you got to disclose the assessment it has to be paid prior to closing and who knows how many more assessments are coming that was that was likely one of the main reasons that the special assessment came through is to prevent them from selling to someone else. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just crazy. It, it, it's no different than the mafia. No doubt. No doubt. These poor people. I live. I I knew Philadelphia under Mayor Rizzo. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what this is. It's and it's perfectly legal. It is. I mean, I, I don't see any. I mean, I called the state. They're trying with um, the attorney general. They're trying with the Department of HUD. I, I don't I don't know. I don't know the law enough to spit, but I do know that I, I have a lot of empathy for people. And I'm just saying, look out for yourself. Read the bylaws. If you are in a condominium association, get on the board. Have some say. Read this. Take the bylaws to an attorney. Well, have them read it. And take them seriously. That 51% is important, clearly. And if your bylaws have not been updated since 1978, you kind of get you what probably, you... I don't even know what day they were. You probably want to ask for that. You need to have them taken to an attorney before you sign on the bottom line. Stick Amen. with us. It's Patty and Scott. 850-656-0009. Next, we're going to talk about blockchain. Whoop. Some sweet talk.
Welcome back. It's Patty and Scott. I'm skating. So last, skating in my head. Yvonne. Yvonne Elliman. I know. It was a great, great kid. The music on Saturday Night Fever. Good. It's a beautiful singer. Good times. Good. So Good. I wanted to talk about what last we were talking about selling your home forcefully and people threatening you or you know charging you assessments to get you out of your house, which is perfectly legal in many states. So this segment, we're going to talk about blockchain, ah. which I know I'm like two years late on this because it's not, you don't hear it in the news the way you did. For like, those at home, tell them about blockchain. It's a unique and increasingly popular implementation of cryptography. Now tell them what it really is. It's, what is it? I mean, that's a lot of words, but what does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. It's an encryption. Yeah. So it's just data encrypted and held in a special file that's also encrypted. So what they want to do is they wanted to be able to transfer real estate or have real estate transactions using a blockchain. And it is literally, if you looked at the encryption, it looks like a block of chain that goes across the file. So it's really hard to, to hack. Mm. Is, it, is, it the, is it the prevalent way of doing that today? It is not, mm. but I think that's what they want to go to. And frankly, blockchain's been a w- around a while. It has been a while, but it's not prevalent. <laughs> it's like DVD ray, like Blu-ray. It's around, but no one's really using it. Yeah, nobody can find one any longer. Mm-mm. But it was available, and it was like, huh, interesting. Yeah. What about that bigger one? It wasn't even Blu-ray. It was <laughs> the that, laser disc. Yeah. Like <sighs> that just luck. came out of my head. Good luck with that. So anyway, each block is a transaction that's stored in a public database called the chain. The transaction can involve cryptocurrency, contracts, records, and any other any other information. The first big use of the blockchain was crypto, Bitcoin. The purpose of the Bitcoin is to provide a method for people to make online transactions without the use of a third party such as a bank. Banks don't like it, obviously, because well, I mean, they need to be in control. Bank and... and um, pharmaceutical companies. Well, nobody regulates crypto, really. So it's, that's the it's problem. Very, it's, that's why it's, it's available. It's very Each block goes for through me. the same process. You have user one request a transaction to user two. So I'm buying a property from you. Yeah. The request is made to user one's personal secret key, just like in the Christmas story. You get that mm. ring, the key code, and the transaction is represented online as a block, and it literally looks like a blockchain. The block's distributed to everyone on the network, peer-to-peer. Only those allowed in the network can see it. And the network users verify the transaction is valid. And it's an instantaneous transfer. So it's not like you have to wait, you know, 30 days or whatever. It's instantaneous. Mm -hmm. The entire transaction happens quickly, usually in a matter of minutes. Every node contains a copy of the ledger. If a hacker changed the transaction, it wouldn't matter because a copy of the transaction is stored on many other computers. Each node plays an important part in the chain. Each node must prove itself by performing work before being allowed to join the network. That's blockchain. And it's highly, highly, highly difficult to hack. Yeah, I I wish Amazon would start using something because I get so many Amazon um, charges that aren't Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's driving me crazy. The implementation is to transaction currently rely on a paper-based system. So you could benefit from the blockchain. For example, a car or house title would be transferred into blockchain because the transactions are transparent. 
and you wouldn't have to go through probate. Mm. Everything I think of is probate. And then the supply chain, a blockchain could be used to track the movement of products such as food. The ability to follow and see every stop of the product has made on its way to the consumer. Wouldn't that be nice? It'd be expensive at first, but very inexpensive after. Like you'd have one initial purchase of the blockchain and then afterwards it's you know where everything is well with so many hackers i'm wondering if it's why things are so easily hacked because people don't read well people are also people click on links i know they shouldn't click i posted a little photo today uh about bank of america and the A's were different in one link to another. But if you're just glancing and yeah. you're hyper, you're not hyper focused on. Let me read that. the 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 way the A was written was a very different A. Yeah, my Netflix account has been shut down every day for about thirty days. I keep getting that text. Meanwhile, I have no problem watching Netflix. You're not clicking on the link. No, I'm not clicking. But people on the are links. clicking on the link. Yeah, that's the problem. And you can't. Your blockchain is vulnerable. Your block, your chain is vulnerable, and banks aren't going to insure that. Cha- that credit cards aren't going to insure it. If you click on that link and they take the money out of your account, you've allowed them to take the money out of your account. It goes back to my time at Centennial Bank, and the lady I, I asked her to notarize Last something, past, and Bank. she said. Oh, I had just had a horrible morning when this lady allowed this hacker to get $80,000 out of her account. Yikes. And it's not insured. Yikes. And I said, I know why it wouldn't be insured. Because she permitted it Hmm. by clicking. Go back to TMH. You have, it's the weakest link. They, They put little bits. Little tiny trails of crackers on their open guest Wi-Fi. And all you have to do is click one and it worms through the Wi-Fi. Takes a couple months. It's not instantaneous. But four or five months later. There you go. You've solved the root. You've locked all your stuff out. And now they want $5 million or however much it was. So read every link in every email. There is no way. From Microsoft or Google or any of those other search engines to stop these links from coming through. You cannot rely on these companies to take care of you. They can't. Stop clicking. Stop. If you hold your mouse over the the hyperlink, and a hyperlink is that bright blue right. text with a line under it that right. comes in your mail. Hold your mouse over it, it tells you what the real it tells website you what is. It really is. And if you don't, then you you don't get it. But blockchain would be a fabulous event if people used it. But it has to be has to be very commonplace. I think because the lack of knowledge of what a blockchain is, it makes people nervous. And and they think their bank is safer. Your bank is not safer. Nothing is safe. Nothing anymore. is safer. People are literally. A friend, Amy, sent us. Uh, Business Insider had an article. Guy moves into a house. Tenant changes the you know has a similar name or however he did it. It was Ottawa. Changed the name on the deed. Took out a mortgage. If you're not paying People attention, we talked about it last week. Broward has that app now that you can get an update if your deed has been changed over without your permission. 
They can go pay your taxes. They can go change the deed. There's literally nothing you can do about it. I I don't understand people that just have a barrage of credit cards. I have one credit card and one debit card. I, that's the only way I can track stuff. Like when you have that many, I don't know how you're tracking anything. I mean, it's crazy to me. And that's just more things coming in, more things you're responding to, more questions. I just. And our friend Jessica at Anchor Title told us a story about someone stealing the envelopes. They put an envelope, whoever puts an envelope in a public mailbox, they're hack- they're getting into that mailbox and stealing the checks and altering the checks. Good times. So you almost have to take the mail to the post office on the inside, not even on the outside. Yeah, I don't write checks, but when I do, I will deliver them. I don't send them. If you go to our larger post office on Centerville Road, they don't have an outdoor box for packages anymore. It's only for letters. Because people keep going through the front window of that. (laughs) I I just I mean it's happened like three times in the last couple months. I'm like, goodness gracious. So And it is cumbersome to get out of your car and take a package into the drive through window now at the Centerville Post Office. I mean but it's it's protect yourself. Yeah. I mean, that's why you have security envelopes. That's not going to stop them from slicing no. that envelope up and changing the numbers. Right, yeah. Pinky? No. <laughs> no. Pinky just changed the numbers on it. Allegedly. Well, <laughs> Allegedly, well, he changed the numbers. I have to say that so I don't get to... Allegedly, Pinky changed the check. Amount. Amount. Yeah. For People are crafty. They are crafty. Or they're not because they're doing it right in the bank. I know, but that's just... And you got to beg... The bank to it's just the it's, file charges. It's like getting in an accident. No, it's just a lot of work, a lot of work, and just time consuming, and nobody wants to do it. But protect yourself. Protect yourself because FDIC will not insure you for creating a link, and it's happened in my family. It happened, Chris Dell. I knew there was a, there had to have been a little bug on the. I know that now a little bug on the computer for Dell. And then we had a problem with the computer. The bug probably caused the problem. Call Dell and the guy calls and he's fake and Chris gives him all his information. Stick with us. It's Patty and Scott. We're going to talk about Airbnbs next. I don't know why I give out these little bits of detail that make no sense to anyone else, but in my head, it's perfectly normal. It's a, it's a good year. You were 10. I was 10. I know this. You were 10. I know that. At too. least for half the year. No, only like a third, two, a a third of bit. it, whatever. Yeah, a little bit. A quarter of it. Pays to be younger, doesn't it, Scott? Well, we're rounding out that. Uh, anyways, I'll be your age momentarily. <laughs> Give it a month or two. That song was 1970. Uh, oh, good. I was whoa. wrong. What was 70 something? I played with 77. Good. Angel. Angel. Oh. Hot, which later became a hit for Barbara Mandrell. I saw that. And the Mandrell sisters. Yeah. 
but I chose the original. Mm-hmm. Good. Never heard of anybody with hot Dionne Warwick and Anastasia. <laughs> so I want to talk about Airbnbs because, you know, they're so hot. They're so hot, 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 prevalent right now. Every VRBO, Vacasa, Airbnb, super. Like, where are you staying at? What Airbnb are you staying well, in at? Particular, How was your Airbnb? Yeah. Everything is, is that cool? It's Airbnb is cool. Like, Verbo. Well, in, in areas like ours in particular, where we don't have a lot of elevated hotels, it's a great way option. To, yeah, I think. Well, in Europe, because there's a lack of housing, as mm. they're bringing a lot of immigrants in, which is a separate discussion. Paris is now lim- limiting the number of days for rentals. And this is to the owners. Parisians seeking to rent their primary residence on a platform like Airbnb need to register with a local town hall. So they're asking them to be licensed. They are limiting the rental of their primary residence for a maximum of 120 days per year. For second homes or to rent out a property for longer than 120 days, they must officially convert it to a furnished tourist accommodation. They're going to pay some tax on that. The city even has a dedicated office to hunt down illegal renters and fine offenders. Woohoo! Well, they're probably uh, on these sites looking to see what's available. Berlin imposes strict rules on Airbnb. Same thing. Mm-hmm. Airbnb hosts their city are required to have a permit. And I honestly, as a libertarian... If you're going to do it, everybody should have to have anyone. You have to have a permit. Like if hotels have a permit, you should have a permit. It's your property. It's your thing. But now you're asking strangers to come in your home. There should be certain codes. It's no different than City Walk. Trying to put homeless people in that building didn't have a sprinkler system. If you're going to house the public, there are rules about that. So if you do it for everybody, you know, I see it coming. In Munich, short-term rentals of entire homes are limited to eight weeks per year because Airbnbs are so profitable for private owners. And then you can't sell your house because everyone's an Airbnb and they're making so much money. So it's a challenge. And even locally, there's there's a lot of neighborhoods here that do not have HOA restrictions. You can have easily have an Airbnb. They're bringing in so much money. Yes, they're paying hotel tax on it. There's no homes for sale. I mean, I see it coming. It's very much like eBay, the early years where you didn't pay tax. Well, you, yeah, Airbnb you does charge. I, it. I yeah. know now, but yeah. I'm saying everything that everything that they're finding out now, it's all going to be regulated, and it should, and therefore it's gonna it's gonna end up happening. Well, it's just which like is just gonna cause the rates to go up, and I mean, that works for hotels. It does work for hotels. But hotels have suffered because of Airbnb. Absolutely. That's my point. It's like from a commercial end, I I get it. And then maybe they need to put some of the amenities in their hotels to compete with an Airbnb. Right. I don't see how that's a challenge. Like rolled up towels. Right, Tish? Or a clean one. There is is that. I don't want to see pubic hair in a bathroom. Right, Stephanie Eldridge? That's probably a She laughs at me because we stayed in the same place once and I just was like... Really? That's are you not blam- what I said. Are you blaming her? No. Oh, I had sure. just met her. She didn't know who <laughs> I was. And I walked into this ho- hotel and I saw this features from <laughs> I didn't want to see 
And she was nervous about, you know, she didn't know me. She didn't know who I was. And she's like, oh, I like her. Because <laughs> it was like, this is ridiculous. But that's not what I said. Be careful with your Merkin. Right? So UK has capped the annual days in the Airbnb. Yeah. To what? Will to, oh, yeah, the UK. Well, you have to register. Mm. So they made it a register. Hosts with new listings in Scotland, which is part of the UK, now must obtain a license to use a property for short-term letting because, you know, they too let. They they don't too mm-hmm. rent before accepting any bookings. In Edinburgh, planning permission is required to rent out a second home on Airbnb. There's a 10-year development plan which could allow or refuse short-term lets in the future. In if Northern I'm traveling Ireland, internationally, I, I just do not feel like I'm going to do Airbnb at first. Oh, I would. I wouldn't specifically because of the reasons that we've just talked about. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know where I am. I don't know what's around me. And at least with a hotel or some large chain, I would feel more comfortable that everything's okay. I just wouldn't know enough to just go into a different country and stay at an Airbnb, well, not knowing what I don't know. I wouldn't go to a... I'm only going to go to a country where I already know people there. Because I would only go to Ireland or, or England. I, that, and that then I they agree. could tell me whether it, it's real or not. I'm just going to get on that Ritz-Carlton cruise that way. I'm, I'm solid. Is it is that ship okay. up? Oh, there's one. There's one up. And it's like no no, but now that no the, children, right? But now that the Four Seasons is, is going to have one, I'm, I'm debating. Memphis. Yeah. Because of Elvis. You know, people travel and they go to Graceland all the time. The city, if you're an Airbnb owner, you will need to be licensed. The entrails at least a million dollars in insurance coverage and having an adult on call. I like this within 80 miles to respond to any violations and noise level or city ordinances. So you can't be like in California. And you own here an Airbnb, and there's no available person to call if there's an issue. I mean, that, I think that would be true no matter what. We know that from managing an Airbnb yeah. for like a I couple mean, of weeks. And I was like, this isn't for it's, me. It's definitely Mm-mm. something that requires. Someone locks themselves out. It requires a lot. I mean. It does. It's time that, and attention. That's why there are people at the front desk at a hotel. Here's the Just key. Saying. I locked myself out. But that was the key. Well, I need another key. Well, I don't want to bring a key. Well, you have the choice bit to bring the key. Correct. And you have to have somebody on site close by to bring the key. So I think Memphis, if you're going to do it, think about those little things in regulation. We don't like it, but. I'm just wondering how much of this licensing is just for the tax revenue base versus. 100%. Versus it being legitimizing well that your neighbor is entitled to enjoyment of their property now that i agree with i i totally agree with i'm just saying this whole licensing thing is it works for me because i think that most would want that but if it's just for a tax revenue base i i don't find the need in it. i want something to happen as a result of pinellas it. county i still believe and deborah would have to correct me that the only place that airbnbs are permitted is near indian rocks beach and a lot of that is because of the enjoyment. They don't want people coming in at 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning having bachelorette parties uh, or bachelor yeah. parties, to be fair. They don't want that. And and people are entitled. It's one of the four 
beauties of owning a property is having quiet enjoyment of your property. Why should you be allowed as a guest to come in and cause all sorts of ruckus? It would bother me. Ruckus. It would bother me. Nobody wants ruckus. No. Canada's putting their foot down, and they love a tax. (laughs) Ban new short-term lets altogether to ensure there's enough housing for residents. Maximum stay is capped at 31 consecutive days in the state of Quebec. Vancouver's the same way. I just see it coming. There's just no way. There's just not enough housing. So they're going to make it uncomfortable for the fly-by-night kind of Airbnb host to even have a fly-by-night Airbnb. Because if you look, you can tell which ones are the fly-by-night. They have, like, cardboard furniture in their units. and yeah, It's I just... like 150 a night sleeping on a cardboard bed, literally. Well, I mean, those are the ones I really don't understand to begin with. I, I'm not renting a room in your house either. Right. I'm just, I, I, I can't I stop can't, it. I have, I'm, the danger of renting a room in someone else's house is unbelievable. I mean, the truth be told, if you could do How that, do you sleep? if you could do that with somebody, I'm your best guest because I'm probably going to rearrange your room, <laughs> probably buy some comforters. Clean the carpet. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to leave it better than I got. Your but, towels will be full. Right. But I got to tell you, I am not the norm. That's out there. I remember breaking this up with your husband, Jeff, and he was like, people stay in private rooms. <laughs> Thanks for listening. It's house talk with a happy ending. Every time. Happy Father's Day. 850-656-0009. Patty and Scott. Good day to happen, you know. Waiting around the ups and downs, you know. I, I just said, look. We're gonna have a good day.